Welcome to another episode of Driving to the Riz with Larry and Inelia. Yay! <laughs> Again today we're recording our Driving to the Riz at the Shaman Shack. We call these Shaman Shack Chronicles. Oh, sorry. I thought the Shaman Shack Chronicles were going to be longer and more in depth. And we were going to put a patron on so that to have the second and third hours. <laughs> There's PB <laughs> at the door. <laughs> And I think we were going to have guests once in a while. Yeah, some guests once in a while. We have a list of people that we find very interesting that we want to talk to. And um, hopefully we can invite them and they'll say yes to our invitation and have really cool conversations with them. Yeah, like um, we just heard one from someone I would never expect to be doing interviews. David Icke. <laughs> did an interview. He did interview somebody Dr. else. Cowan. Yeah. Two people that we really enjoy listening to. And it was fantastic. It was really good. It was really good. So there were some comments about um, some individuals. We mentioned that we wanted to interview David Icke in the future of our podcast. And we actually do have a confirmation for December. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. However... We wanted to find out... Uh, oh, yeah, so there was uh, some sort of comments and stuff, individuals who don't resonate with his message uh, that are part of uh, Walk With Me Now and our podcast. So, yeah, some comments to the podcast as well. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I think that <clears throat> there hasn't ever been a time <clears throat> ever in existence that David Icke wasn't somewhat, um, I guess, controversial to someone. <laughs> <laughs> so... Join the crowd. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that yeah. seems to be his forte. Yeah. Um, there are some things that I am very interested in about, I mean, about him. Uh, my history with him started very early, I think in the early 90s. I thought it was the 80s, but apparently he wasn't around doing stuff on the 80s, so it must have been the 90s. Mm. And w it was when I was in England. Um, it could have been England or Ireland. I can't remember. But anyways... I turned on the television and there was this man on the television talking about what the reality of the universe was. And quite honestly, I started crying because it was the very first time that I'd heard somebody saying accurate statements about our world, the universe and everything. I, I was <laughs> so happy, you know? Wow. Yeah, crying with happiness. It's like, wow, man, that's fantastic. And I loved it. And I was so happy. And I started watching out for him and listening to when he was coming to come on, like radio or television at the time. And then there was this, he went off to Peru or somewhere and he had a, a experiential existence type uh, experience. The, he was, yeah, one of those go to the jungle and find yeah, yourself. Yeah, the one of those. And um, when he came back, I noticed when I was l looking at him in whatever show it was that he wasn't quite put together again as a person. Like his ego structure and everything was smashed, right? Like can happen when you have an expansion of awareness that includes the entire universe. Coming back can take time. And he tried to translate what he felt, experienced, and knew into human. And yeah. he didn't do a good job of it. He started using things like Godhead and stuff like that. I, said, I mean, it, it was accurate, but it wasn't well received or the translation wasn't right. 
And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, poor guy. He probably was a bit guy. scattered too. I mean, he was. His his he identity didn't have was crushed. To talk to, to talk it back down. <laughs> and I I remember thinking, oh man, I hope he he can put himself together soon because his message is pretty important. Um, but I didn't have many, much hope for, of that happening. So, and then, you know, of course the media grabbed him and destroyed him in the UK, like completely destroyed him. And he persevered and I thought that was amazing. He didn't even try to defend himself, he just carried on giving his message, you know? Well, it, was it was really like, amazing. And for that, just for that, I have always loved him. Right, I have right, always right. loved him from the fact of it doesn't matter whether he was right or wrong. He had a message, he had something to share and he didn't didn't matter how much they attacked him. He didn't even respond with attack or defense, nothing. He just carried on. He didn't shy away. No, and to me that was amazing. And then the stuff that he's told later, you know, for a while he was very infused with the victim aggressor stuff, and even today. But yeah. every now and then, you Some know, in is, interviews yeah. and things, he will talk a little bit about what really interests him. And it's about the expansion of awareness. It's about the true nature of ourselves as souls and bodies and the planet and everything. But very rarely will an interviewer expand on those t topics. They just want to know about the queen being a, yeah, a the reptilian. Queen being a reptile, you know? Who's out to get us. And yeah, the victim aggressor stuff. The victim aggressor, that's yeah. what people want to hear about. Yeah. I mean, but I not know everyone. He has, but I know yeah. he has more. I know he has more. And I want to ask for you for to be able to be an opportunity for him to expand more on those topics yeah. and also expand more on what awakened individuals who are no longer in the victim aggressor cycle can do right now because he's a very wise elder he's an extremely wise elder yeah everybody on the planet has programs and shit you know but he's <laughs> he's not the type of person that i would throw away with the bathwater bath no, no, no. right I wouldn't throw the baby away the password with him because his integrity, his core self, is incorruptible. And when he finds new information, he doesn't say, I'm going to stick with the old. No, he doesn't. He thinks attached. about it. Right. Right. He, he's he will willing to look about at it, it, look at think it, about it, truth yeah. it. Yeah. And if he finds it, good, he'll he, share it. He, absolutely. And there's yeah. nothing that will stop him from sharing it. Right, right. <laughs> and he's one of the few individuals out there, this world of alternative media and things who as far as i know hasn't been seduced into you know corruption sexual corruption or financial corruption and or any of those things which is refreshing to see to me you know it's like but yeah i think you know no matter what he does it's like how do you like him <laughs> he's yeah he's um in, he's an interesting fellow and he's not a he's not it's not the word isn't afraid he will go wherever there will be people. Yeah. He doesn't care if it's the swamp. He doesn't care if it's the bar. Right. He doesn't care if it's Shangri-La on top of a mountaintop. Yeah. He's going where there's people. Right. That's his thing. His yeah. um, special superpower, I guess you call it. It is a very, very strong So if you superpower. find him a place, you might think, geez, what the heck would you do there? It's He's not there for that place. No, he's, he's there, there to, to reach talk. the people that are in that place. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, he's had more interviews at the BBC and everything. I was funny too. It's just a recent one I'd heard on uh, one of the mainstream channels talking about him, and they describe him as 
a former football player. I mean, this is like how many freaking decades ago? How do you describe David Icke? Oh, he used to play football. That's what you describe him as. Yeah, I know. I don't it's think so. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's a paradigm thing. You know, what can you see? Right? What do you see? I know, but that's. I mean, yes, he did play football. A long he time did. Ago. Yeah. So you're technically accurate, but I think the last forty yeah. years of what he's been doing might be more descriptive. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's quite funny, though. So, yeah, we're, you know, working there. We're working on expanding the podcast. And mm -hmm. we do have him booked. Hopefully he won't change his mind. <laughs> It'll be interesting. And there's other people that I would really like to talk to, like the, the Cohen boy, you know, the doctor. Dr. Cohen, yeah. yeah. I'd love to talk to him, too. I think so, too, because I think he has more to say. I think so, yeah. And I don't know if he's in the right um, environment. Maybe he will yeah. say more, would it? Though about what he has to say, because yeah. I keep hearing him stop himself. He does. Stop I can himself, feel him energetic. Yeah. He has so much past. Yeah. Where but he's shared. Yeah. <laughs> In a way, very similar, isn't it? I mean, they they tap into certain things that they would like to expand on. Yep. But then whomever they're with or the conversation they're having just doesn't allow for that. Yeah, it doesn't allow it to move. Yeah. Past where past, it is. Exactly. So it'd be nice to. Move, move more, you know, see, push the envelope and see what else they have, all these wisdoms. We have very interesting elders on the planet, you know. RD6 Killer is another person I would like oh, to Oh, yes, RD6 Killer, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know how to get to her, but I really want to. I'm pretty sure I could just <laughs> message her on Facebook. Yeah, probably. And with a with <laughs> podcast call, driving to the rest, she, I think she'd probably talk to us. Bite. Yeah. She would love it. Yeah. Her, her, her collection of stories so far, I've Right now I'm reading a collection of about five or six or seven stories, UFO encounter stories. Not one of them comes anywhere near the stories already has collected. I know. Not yeah. even Oh, the close. last six you're reading is from somebody else, right? Right. Yeah. Nowhere near. She's really good. She's. I mean, she's got thousands of stories, so I mean, she's got good picks, right? Mm -hmm. And the other person, there's a couple more people that, you know, we talked about before in the in a podcast that we want to talk to. <laughs> oh, um, ET101 girl. Oh, yes, ET101. She yeah. actually, after we asked, after we talked about it in our uh -huh. podcast, uh -huh. she actually friended me. That is fantastic. So we She only has six get, friends. So. We can probably get her. It's either, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's I think I it's pretend her. her. <laughs> or it might be like that queen, queen princess, princess, Something Anna like or Victoria, one of the princesses friended me also. And she wasn't quite the She princess. wasn't actually the princess, no. it turns out. <laughs> Some people pretend to be other people. <laughs> <laughs> this one I'm pretty sure is her though, because yeah. she interacted and she had a few answers to questions and her birthday was happened and things like mm. that. So That's I'm pretty sure it's her and I... I'm I not, think I'm, we can get her, yeah. I think we can, yeah. Anyways, for yeah. this week, one of the things we wanted to talk about this week was um, some of the questions that you sent in through the podcast page. And thank you for those questions. They're really, really good. And I thought we could actually read them out. There's two, one, two of them that are really, really fascinating. Um, there's some others that have been answered directly. Um, so here's number one. Okay. Dear Nelly and Larry. Last podcast was breathtaking for me as I had the same experience as Larry described last Sunday, almost to the point, never ever before. Wow, the, me too. It's the, like never ever before. Yeah, the, yeah we, talk, <laughs> we should talk about that a little bit more too. <laughs> I have been following you, Nelia, for a couple of years now, 
bought many of your recordings and exercises, one of the last I purchased was the new paradigm entry rules and regulations. And I started to do the Gaia exercise for some days, dealing with difficult situations in my life. In this hectic time, I was driving to see my parents when a deer hit from the side. Yeah, and right. as Larry, I hesitated to stop, but I did. I still am devastated by that that I heard, although not on purpose, such a life and asking myself if somehow Gaia sent this negative experience when I tried to connect with her deeply. But listening to you, Larry, maybe it has more positive meaning after all. Need to figure it out. What would you be your thoughts? Plus a question about Walk With Me Now. I'm a lone wolf, very introvert. Do you think I would benefit from my membership? If, if, if yes, then why? So. <laughs> that's interesting that well part of it's interesting too because in particular this morning we had a little brides and grooms chat brides and grooms of Gaia once a month second Saturday something like that mm -hmm. we gather for an hour or two chat and we were talking about some of these topics and the lone wolf thing and uh, what I found extraordinary honestly was that all of the brides and grooms are basically lone wolves. Lone wolves. <laughs> and the majority of what we mean our members are, are actually lone wolves. Lone wolves. Yeah. Yes, we have a, a walk with me now person who actually came to the Shaman Jack to help out about and uh, join his tribe. Yeah. He's a lone wolf. He's, I think he, he's been there for quite a long time now. Yes, yeah. But I think he might have posted twice on the forum. Right. right. Yeah. But the whole process of connecting. You know, the little bit that I've been able to talk with him, um, nothing, you know, uh, personal or anything. It's just the amount of shift in his life from solely lone wolf and the people who managed to, I guess I would say, break through and, 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 and interact with him. And the ones that he's chosen with Walk With Me Now, they're a massive difference in the reality he's experiencing because of the... Re the, the other lone wolves, I suppose. The connections that mm -hmm. he's chosen to make yeah. consciously. Yeah. Some of the other connections, you know, that we carry into our life are those, I'm not going to say unconscious connections, but they're, you know, connections that we made for maybe reasons that we didn't... Uh, we're not conscious of, Conscious maybe. of at the time. Maybe that we were in our savior part of our life yeah. for a time. Maybe we were... In our um, victim aggressor, victim aggressor stuff. stuff, maybe we yeah. didn't even know enough to be more specific <laughs> about our, yeah. Right. So, I mean, these ones we keep because we're told that these are the ones we need to keep, and then uh, the ones we choose, it's, they it's also have an impact. And so they do, yeah. yeah so um, the reason that you would join Walk with Me now, in my mind, was and is solely to experience life, having chosen high frequency people to engage with more time. More time with high-frequency people. Right. Which isn't to say you're surrounded by low-frequency people. And that's not what I'm saying. No. But not everyone spends and um, focuses their attention on their high-frequency reality mm -hmm. every day, right? Not right. a lot, not tons right. and tons of people. Right. But in Walk With Me Now, you will find people who do that. Yeah, exactly. And uh -huh. it's uh, supported. Our strength is your strength. Your strength is our strength. Right. And we do have a lot of introverted people who mm. will do their weekly exercises, who will read the forum, who will attend the monthly meeting or listen to the recording afterwards and uh, benefit from all the classes and courses, take uh, some of the 
um, join, do the join study groups and everything and never say a word. <laughs> never they say never a word. <laughs> they never put a, 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 never answer anything on the forum. That's how lone say, wolves they are. Yeah, and they usually come in <laughs> and they leave their camera off and their mic off and they listen yeah. to everything and go away. So, yeah, but it, are they benefiting? Absolutely. I've received personal messages saying, hey, you know, I don't talk, I'm very introverted or whatever, but know that I'm here. And I support all of everybody here and I'm part of this group and I feel very at home here. Uh, but don't think that, you know, just because I don't talk that I'm not part of this. You know? Which is a funny thing, too, because, um, I mean, if you think about it, if there was ever a place that was more accepting of you would like to show up and listen and observe, <laughs> that would be walk with me now. I know. You're perfectly fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's totally acceptable. As a matter of fact, most of the time we'd like to do that ourselves. Yes, we do. <laughs> but every now and then, like this morning with the B&Gs, it was, it was like heartwarming because uh, when we showed up and gathered, we hadn't been together or really engaged with this group for a for month a or two yeah. months. I didn't know the meetings were carried on. Yeah, actually. the meetings were carrying on, but they weren't as, uh, I guess, they weren't coming to attention. Right, right. Like, because you get the so meeting, much, you get yeah. the notice two hours late or the next yeah. day or whatever. Anyway, this one, uh, quite a few showed to. up. And it was like, a reunion going home right <laughs> <laughs> there were tears I was like so happy to be together you know yeah. it's yeah. that kind of a thing yeah. so you know like everything else you don't well I can't say like everything else because sometimes you walk into a place and say oh my god I'm home mm -hmm. and that happens that happens yeah and sometimes we have the walls the firewalls the lone wolf um, over many lifetimes solidly solidly put in place and so it takes a year Mm -hmm. And then we open our shell because we find that, you know, it's okay it's here. Yeah, it's safe here. Yeah. yeah, and you can take a year, you can take two. Yeah. There's no rush. Mm -hmm. So, um, how do you, um, how do you, okay, so, the other question had to do about the deer hitting the car, same yeah, as me. Yeah, we should update everybody on. So, the, the thing with the deer hitting the car, right, you're driving along, you didn't see anything, and the deer ran into you. Basically, mm -hmm. the deer jumped into your passenger seat, in a sense. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, the meaning of hitting a deer, the meaning of a deer jumping onto my car, the meaning of a deer saying something, the meaning of communication. So communication is all we're talking about in this case. Deers consider their lives less solidly important, the singular life, as a human does. A human's life is like the... been learned, trained, human bodies feel that to preserve their life, they're going to do anything. My mm -hmm. life is very, very, very important. Deer don't right. have that same grasp of it. Right. Their life has a different purpose, different um, animating energy, and different, um, I guess, experience of death. That would be reasonable to say? I would say, and they haven't forgotten that they can re-emerge and express again in a, in a new body, and they're still themselves. They haven't forgotten right. that. that. Is, they don't have that experience of um, separation. One life, and <laughs> yes. one life ends it. Yeah, Their separation. life is a string of life. It is. That's yeah. continuous. Continuous, functional, yeah. like a sine wave. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, for me to get your attention by smashing myself into the side of your car, that has a different meaning than a deer smashing himself into the side of your car. Yeah. And one of the things that I found to be interesting to me was how 
I could feel the deer in our field and she, he would call Larry out yes, to go and sit with him. Come sit with me. Come yeah. With me. And he would go and he was looking out for you and then, you know, sleep on your lap and whatever. So he was a baby. Yeah, look in my <laughs> eyes and put his nose and just have attention and focus and energy sharing between yeah, us. Going back connection, and forth. Connection. The connection. A circuit. A, yeah. a circuit. Absolutely yeah. a circuit. A circuit and of connect to the yeah. And the right the decision was for him to get a new body because he had two broken legs, broken hip. One leg was completely not good. I mean, that wasn't ever going to come back. And yeah, so <laughs> it's harsh, you know. And then your body's perfectly perfect. So. Well, you kind of skipped to the end, honey. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so I woke up in the morning and I went out and I checked on him. And the evening before, he drank in a gallon of water, and he'd gotten up and peed, and he was in pretty good spirits. And uh, I covered him up in his hay, because he loved to sleep in the hay, sort of like burrowed into leaves, and a couple of branches, big evergreen branches, because we had a tree that fell in the front yard, and it put branches everywhere. And uh, the branches that, uh, the tops of it, they're just like the perfect little hiding hole branches. So he got his little hidey hole branches, and he went to bed. And when I woke up in the morning to go check on him, I had this sense of, well, we're in the middle of rutting season. And in rutting season, that's when the deer are mating. And at the time of conception is that spark of light. Mm -hmm. And that spark of light is, in this case, just down the valley. Mm -hmm. There's a spark of light and the opportunity to jump into a brand new body right here, right now. And for him... He had spent a few days connecting. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was an intimate eye-to-eye. -eye. It, it was a very meaningful, impactful connection, connect with the energy of the stag, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that connection was done, and it could continue. But the part of the process of this experience wasn't saving him or anything like that. It was being with him, being yeah. with that energy. Right, so that him. is the connecting with connection. Him. The connection mm -hmm. was that. Mm -hmm. Now in this case, he woke up in the morning, there's a body just over there that's going to stay in the neighborhood. That is a new mommy and a new daddy. It's just like slide over there. Mm -hmm. It was the same thing as getting up and walking over there, which he couldn't get yeah. up and walk. Right. So he just became there, I guess that would be the yeah, right way. Yeah, he became there, yeah. He became there. And now, one thing I haven't shared with Anneli or anybody else is that morning after um, after I put him in state, I basically went out there and I opened him from the hay and arranged him in a comfort place, comfortable um, resting position and connected with where he had gone. When I got into the suburban to go to the boat an hour or two later, there was a rainbow right in front of me. I mean, it's a sunny day. It's not even raining, right? Mm -hmm. And there was a rainbow right in front of me as I come around a corner. And I've only gone down the road about a half a mile or so. Mm -hmm. And it turned into a double rainbow. Mm -hmm. And then normally when you see a nice rainbow that, and you, you, know, you drive toward it, it moves. Yeah. This rainbow stayed. <laughs> as I got closer to it, it stayed there to the point where... I got all the way to the rainbow. Wow. Have you ever even, I've never even heard of that. No, I've never heard of that before. And the rainbow had a double, and the double was right in the valley bottom, and then the valley bottom, the clear message of, here's where I am, I'm right here. Aww, so, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> yeah, it kind of made me tear up a little bit too, but you know, 
he's still here. He's not gone. And the energy is still here. And he'll come visit us. <laughs> I did take some pictures. <laughs> okay, honey. <sighs> Breathe. Remember what the shamans are supposed to be able to contain like lots of energy? <laughs> yes. Okay, you can do it. That's yes. not tears in my eyes. <laughs> Your eyes are just leaking. It's, le not <laughs> it's dust, honey. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. So he's still here. And so if I was to say, in answer to the question, why would the deer run into your car? It's mostly exactly the same reason, because you're connected with us, which is connect with the energy, mm -hmm. connect with that energy, that stag. And that isn't a low frequency message. It's just the way that it could finally get through your, through to you. Right. So use that clue to follow through. The synchronicities, your guides, we always, as we know, as we become more conscious, we become aware of the synchronicities in our lives. This is an irrefutable synchronicity that it happened to you, the same thing, yeah. and you listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. So follow the trail, follow where it leads you. Yeah. And it isn't a low frequency. It could be a bride and groom of Gaia contract. I would <laughs> right. think that that might be very likely. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't already signed that. Um, Take a look at it. Definitely investigate it. that. Yeah. Sign it. Yep. So another interesting question, not, not uh, from this individual, but uh, I think it was posted. I can't remember what it was posted, but it was um, how can you... Um, tell uh, or would there be a possibility of this situation having been about the victim savior energy oh yeah the savior vic, vic, victim savior yeah yeah that thing yeah yeah are you trying to play a savior game so you're looking right. for victims to go right. save right 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 so victims materialize for you to save right 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 I definitely considered that and that was in my mind part of the pause of turning around even right because i wasn't going to engage in the victim game right so if this was because you're a victim needing saving that's not the game i'm going to play but when i examined it it wasn't it didn't have that hook and no, the reason i knew it didn't have that hook were a couple of things a couple of things for me in this case were the actual day before, if not day and a half before, we had in a very, uh, done our angels and ancestors card and pulled the energy of the stag. And it was a meaning that was important. And I asked for the energy of the stag to come into my life. Mm -hmm. And the very next day that occurred. So that's not a savior victim right, thing. Right. That stag energy is not a victim thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I turned around, and made a choice to allow the energy in. And I saw that the deer was injured on the side of the road and wasn't able to leave on his own. The, um, so, saving implies I'm gonna take you and I'm gonna fix you. Mm -hmm. And you're broken. Mm -hmm. And what I intended was I will support you in the decision that you make. Right. If you want to heal, I'll support that. If you want to move on, I will support that. But I'm not going to abandon you. Right. I'm right. going to allow in what I invited in. Right. So that wasn't a savior. Mm. 
I think that's a very good point and a very good distinction. The savior energy knows better than the higher self of the other person or being. Yeah, while, that, what they want, yeah, irrelevant. Huh? Well, that my strength is your strength and your strength is my strength. And the healing energies of Gaia is an allowance of a joyful moving forward in whatever decision that higher self takes. Right. So it's like a, a more supportive of one's decisions energy rather than patronizing or knowing better than or yeah the only solution here is that we live <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's the personification too and, and and that's the other thing as a groom of gaia if you're unfamiliar with that go to brides and grooms of gaia i think, I think it's no guild of gaia guild of gaia guild of gaia. Com. Com. you can see a copy of the um contract Within that contract, we've made a um, contractual agreement with Gaia, and it is a high-frequency reality. So yes, yeah. we we can go from that um, that starting point that the things that we are encountering should be a high-frequency thing. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be uh, exposing or finding ourselves exposed to a low-frequency reality through Gaia. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't be the input. Right. Gaia wouldn't input a low-frequency reality. Right. One of the things that not many people will think about when it comes to uh, the deer, for example, in this situation, a savior energy would have also can manifest as somebody with a gun shooting the animal to put him out of his misery. Mm -hmm. Right? That would be the savior energy also. Instead of allowing that animal to finish his cycle in a loving, caring, comfortable way. Right? And it doesn't matter how long it takes. And to understand, uh, also in this case, you know, it wasn't a solitary singular thing. The deer and I both had an agreement to yeah. make a connection. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I have as a human being programs. Yes, you do. And uh, deer also have programs. programs. They do. <laughs> so to expect Connect. a deer to come lay down inside the chicken coop with me for a few <laughs> hours for a week, I don't think it's that's not going to happen without some good story the deer can buy and I can buy. Right, so, right. you know, you have to accept that reality comes through these stories. Yes. That will fit within, will fit within your reality construct. Yeah. So yeah. Believable stories is how manifestations and connections happen. Yeah, the deer are extremely willing, but still, you are a boy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can't go lay down over there. <laughs> right. <laughs> so think of it from the deer side. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. All right. Let's move on to the next question. Okay. Alright. Okay. Hi Nelly and Larry and Ilya. I would like to add a topic suggestion for driving to the rest podcast thinking about the split. Me personally, I have already noticed at the beginning of this year when the pandemic started that there are two physical realities existing. The one where a dangerous virus exists and the governments are making measures to protect the people from it. And the other reality where I'm in where there isn't any virus present, everything's okay. And I can only see here in the news about the other reality or see it from far, like through the glasses of a train, the glasses of a train to the other train standing beside each other yeah. in the train station. Well, one part of the people are horrified and completely sucked into the virus reality, etc. My reality is very calm, peaceful, in abundance, and I'm somehow not affected by the government measures. For example, I only had to put on a mask twice this year, once two hours at the hairdressers and one 20 minutes when I had a breakdown with my car. 
it's kind of weird to be aware of the two main realities, the split, and I would like to, you to talk about this phenomenon in more detail. There are other people living with me in the other reality where no virus exists, etc. But I wonder how there will be a complete physical split where we cannot see the other reality anymore, like the two trains are rolling and driving apart, each in its own way. Could you talk about this, please? That's a very good question. It is. You know, it's kind of the one that we're all experiencing at the time, and, you know, you have to appreciate that the other ones, the other realities experiencing that, seeing us walking around crazy people, <laughs> yeah, breathing air and playing in the sun with each other, mm -hmm. and um, they're applying their... <laughs> reality to what to we us, are doing yeah, projecting and we're stuff. also in so many of us projecting our reality on what they're them. doing yeah. so I think that's part of uh, part of how those realities dismiss because I'm going to ask you a question honey okay ask me tell me what's going on in the world of 4x4 diesel trucks with twin turbos um do you know anybody who's in that world uh, you maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't have a four-wheel drive. <laughs> but you know what it means. Truck. Yeah, I know what it means. But okay. <laughs> if they, if they have, I don't even know what it means. Shot. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> so could you say that you're completely, completely unaware of their reality? Yeah, I didn't know. Whatever that they even think of, whatever they do on Tuesday. I don't Tuesday, even know what it is. Whatever event they're having next month. I don't know what it is. If they're gonna be on a rock pile next year. What is a rock pile? And what do you do with a truck on it? Oh, there's a... Okay, there's something new. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's something with already rocks. Already it exists, and a truck. right? I know, I know trucks. I know that <laughs> trucks exist. And I know that diesel trucks are don't use petrol. Good enough. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. They Basically, use different fuel when you put... You go to the gas pump. You put a different fuel in. You're aware that they have a reality. They their, have, yes. Their reality doesn't ever impact into yours, not one no, little bit. One you don't even bit. know when they have a meet. No. Mm -mm. Not even if they have a TV show on Motor Trend that we have a subscription to. Really? That, we have a subscription yeah. to their world? <laughs> we do. <laughs> and yet you no still don't even know a no. thing, not a dot about it. Nothing. So... No. We already we are having that experience. <laughs> have we watched it? Have yes. watched it? I have it's, watched it. Yes, you have not watched it while it was going. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing instead? I don't know. Probably, you know, writing a book or eating some salad or maybe having some chocolate. I don't know. Get <laughs> some tea. <laughs> writing a page. Yeah. Yeah, you had another experience of reality. Consequently, so I guess the point is is that it already is happening, and part of it is is how much focus and attention do you put on the other guys's reality mm -hmm. when you I drop? Find, the, yeah, you know, I do understand that, and it's something that I've I've taught for many many years um, that a person can walk through a city and see lots of crimes and everything and be the victim aggressor of one, um, and another person walks through the same city and nothing happens to them and they don't see it that way, right? It happens, um, like that can happen. They don't. They're completely different realities. Um, but what I think this question addresses, and it's something that I think many of us can identify with, is that that negative reality of fear is highly impinging into our reality. Even if 
like the other day. I mean, yeah. I I even forgot all about the whole COVID mask stuff. Yeah. And then we went into town, and I remember we stopped at a store, and this person came out wearing a mask, and I was at first I was very confused, <laughs> and then I remembered. Oh yeah. Right. Then I remembered, and it was like ah. Oh, you know, did it impinge a little bit, you know, like, oh, we're still in this stuff, you know, yeah. but it's, it's a little it's bit like, so I want to explain something else. Okay? okay. So many times in the past few weeks, I've said, remember that the world is not crazier than it ever has been. The world is just as crazy as that now it's in your face. Now you can't ignore it. And I explained that. When I was a child and I first learned about people having to go to work and pay mortgages and pay for food and water and electricity, power and all these things, I was like, like when you look at people all wearing masks and thinking there's a pandemic going on, it's like crazy. It was like psychosis, like crazy, crazy psychosis. <laughs> and I couldn't understand and kept saying to people, wait, so you agree that you have to pay to live on this planet? I, that's crazy. Why would you do that? right and it's like why is everybody thinking that this is normal why would anybody think that living on your own planet and having to pay for living on this planet is normal and then i saw that the entire world was under this crazy craziness right crazy psychosis belief and there was that's just one example like there was other examples like really suffering are you kidding me? Why would you hold on to your pain on those 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 stories from years back? Why would you do that? That's crazy. Right. Just drop them. Drop them already, right? And they just couldn't. And I thought that was to me was a madness. It was crazy. And eventually as I got older, I learned to just not say it. You know, it's like just carry on. Carry on wearing masks, guys, or whatever. Yeah, it's like paying for everything. Yeah, and it says, okay, I'll pretend to be just as crazy. I'll and, get a job. How's that? Yeah. Now you got. <laughs> I never was able to hold. <laughs> you never could do the job thing. I, I could never do the job thing. <laughs> I always. I started my first business when I was seventeen, yeah. and from then I think I worked once um, in a uh, in a magazine called Peace News that was based in Nottingham in England at the time, and then they got sold and moved to another city, so I stopped working for them. But that was it, I think. And at another time, a friend of mine asked me if I could help her out because her brother had just started, took over a restaurant in a beautiful hotel in Dublin, um, in Malahide, actually. Not Ma Dublin, Malahide, Ireland. And uh, it was Christmas time and he was short-staffed and they needed waitresses and waiters. And I said, I've never been a waiter, so waiter. And she said, do you have a white skirt and a white blouse? And I said, yeah, I do. So just wear them. I'll pick you up at 11 p.m. and we'll go. Oh my gosh. I know. So I did. I helped her out and I, I was very good at it. I got massive tips. I didn't know that was even possible. But anyways, that's the only times that I worked for other people. And I think every other part of my life, I've done my own thing. I've, I've carried out my own business. Uh, had you know did contracting work for other people at times but I couldn't do the working for other people thing oh, well. but anyways it's it's just part of that um, that madness psychosis thing it hasn't got worse it's just more loud it's just visible to everyone it's very not visible just you. yes and um, yeah it's like I I just when like that you know 
do energy exchange use money like okay i'll use money <laughs> it's part of this madness i'll do it you know and um I've been very resistant with the mask thing, partly because I... Well, at I first you were like, oh, I want yes, to. hallelujah. I still do. <laughs> right? I love masks. I love um, sanitizer. I love those glove things that you wear everywhere that you don't have to touch anything because I'm a germaphobe. <laughs> <laughs> Since I was a teen-chilinchal child, I didn't like gooey stuff. Like uh, I saw it as gooey stuff, anything that people touched. But I think it was a frequency thing, a vibrational thing. But anyways... So I was very happy and I carried my mask and Hilary was like, you're not wearing that thing. <laughs> so I, I know what it means, but it's like, I just have always wanted to. Come on to it. Finally, the world's saying. I know. Finally, <laughs> the world is reflecting what I want, you know. <laughs> and um, so the, the other day I did wear one um, just to go to the store because it's like very aggressive energy and my physical body it's very sensitive and delicate energetically and doesn't really want to have aggression against her, right? My physical body. Right, so I put it on and after a little while I was walking around, I had to pull it away from my face. I had a really tough time because I have very weak lungs. I have only one and a half lungs because I had, um, I died of pneumonia when I was seven and Amachi brought me back. I remember. Um, That's a good story. Yeah, and um, I had him, and then I had asthma. I have asthma also, um, and for me, it's very difficult to get air in and out of my lungs. Just generally speaking, like life thing. So it took me three days to recover from not being able to breathe properly, and my lungs were full of stuff, and I just couldn't get rid of it. I have a problem every winter with uh, bronchitis. If I catch bronchitis, if I get bronchitis takes me months to clear it out because of the same problem and I'm not asking for you to send healing energies or anything if you uh, feel that way don't don't do it <laughs> because just like any illness I always look and tell people how does this serve you okay so to judge or spontaneously send healing to someone who's not asking is very bad mystical etiquette there's so, something that serves in this condition. I could go into lots and lots of examples and stories about it, but I'm not going to. This is not the podcast for that. Maybe we can have a healing podcast. Right. <laughs> we can talk about it. Um, but basically, it's the condition and the life that I lead, and this is the way that I know how to lead life. Um, but yeah, it was very uncomfortable for me. So after that, I haven't actually worn any masks um, while in stores and things. Um, I had one situation in a in a truck stop in Oregon where the guy opened the door for me and then he says, oh, you have to wear a mask. I said, no, I don't. He says, yes, you do. And he kind of followed me into the store telling me I had to. So I just turned around <laughs> and, you know, confronted him about it. Right. So, but he was really quiet and left after that. Um, I wasn't aggressive. I just, you know, put it into context. And then I... I went to the bathroom, I lost my phone, and we left. <laughs> yeah, the phone's still there. My phone is still there. But anyways, uh, that was the only conflict I've had, and every other time I've gone to the store, it hasn't been an issue. People still smiley, friendly, everything. It's not, yeah. It hasn't been an issue at all. Our last go at Walmart was like that. Mm-hmm. It went but, fine. Yeah, so, but, uh, you know, if there is a mask to go to this, I won't do it outside, right? This That's ridiculous I was just not, not in my car either no <laughs> there's no fear involved um, and I think it's past that moment now where if you you know if you have a job um, that you need to keep 
And if you have situations or you're traveling or whatever, so you need to go to the store, wear a mask, you know? It's not about the other. It's not about confronting and going to war. That's not the time right now to go to war, us versus them type thing. It's just very visible, right? Very visible. And um, somebody mentioned there's masks that are pretend masks. You can actually breathe through them really, really well. I would probably wear those because it would make my physical body very comfortable while at the store. I mean, I've never had, I haven't had any issues at all, apart from that one, the, the, the truck stop one. But yeah, like, my uh, physical uh, body does feel a little bit uncomfortable walking around all among all these people wearing masks in general. I don't know if that was going to fix it or I just stay away from stores because... Well, it's one of those things. It's like, <laughs> should we go out and go to the store and go get some groceries? And then there's this big energy of... I don't know if I can deal with it. I know, yeah, the, they can All be. of the uh, projections of all those hundred or however many people yeah. and the many, many opportunities for engagement in a low-frequency yeah. way. It's like, am I, do I feel like i am uh, got my ammunition built up <laughs> high enough so that yeah. these engagements are either not going to come or if they do come, I'll be able to handle them without it. It's like an alcoholic going to the bar. Yes, yeah. So you're going to go sit true. at the bar and have a party, and yeah, I don't feel like I'm going to have a drink. No. I'll be fine. Right. You have I mean, to be street smart You need to be things. pretty smart about this yeah, stuff, I think. So yeah. yeah, I can go to the store, and I can put a mask around my chin or around my face and walk through the door and then put it around my throat for the rest of the time. Or occasionally you'll go in there, and there'll be... It's populated by the no maskers, and then we could all just have a party with no masks. And there's a few strange maskers who get chased out by this crazy people in the store. And other times, everyone's got their mask on, and everywhere you walk, they're looking at you at the corner of their eye. Yeah. But, you know, that's part of the reality when it gets split. Yeah. The split means the no mixings are still mixed. Yeah. And yeah. the oil and the water are separating. Right, they are separating. And the separation process, <laughs> the division process, right? Yeah. Remember with Lemuria, it wasn't pleasant. No, it was not pleasant. It was not pleasant. Um, so to give a summarized answer to that question, there is going to be a reality where we no longer literally don't see them physically. But I don't know how that's going to come about or how fast that's going to come about. There's plenty of um, recipes. Yeah, there's lots of recipes, lots of possibilities. And there is the fact that we really need to stop being long wolves. We really need to step out there and become part of the people and groups and individuals who are building new structures, new work structures, new educational structures, new living structures, new cities. We need to do that. We can't just sit back and <laughs> wait for it to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, right? If you point. wait, you're just going to be <laughs> by yourself among all these low-frequency beings. You just have to do it. It's no yeah. excuse. No, no good excuse. Really. No. It's not a passive thing that just happens out there. When people ask me about the split, like, well, well, tell me about how your split's coming along, right? And when people say, can you, can, will we always see those mad people? So how, how are you seeing them? And how much is it affecting you? I can tell you that uh, there are certain things with regards to paying for living on this planet that I have, um, like, not been able to join, like, the workforce, right? Nine to five for the rest of my life type thing. Never was able to do that. 
But there are other things that I can live with, you know, I can um, energy exchange with money because the pantries of the planet are not open for, for everybody, right? Yeah. Well, and We do have those pantries on the res. Yeah, we do have pantries <laughs> on the res. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have food, you just go to the food pantry and take it. Yeah, there's a dozen or two people with little tiny, like, lending libraries, but inside there, instead of books... This it's food, food cans yeah. of food and bread and yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. and if you're hungry, you got no excuse. No. Just go over there, open the thing and take some food. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that we do have pantries in the US. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to have to exist off of them right now. No. No, I thought you meant the the food um uh, what's it called? Food bank? Yeah, the food bank, yeah. But well, it's not the food too, bank. That's different. Yeah, it's different because these, these are, are actually literally pantries, yeah. Little pantries. Little pantries in the street corners, little uh, waterproof, con like little, little doors. birdhouses that little are bird about with doors and ten stuff. Size, ten times the size of a birdhouse, yeah, maybe. With yeah, glass. Enough for yeah. uh, two bags of groceries, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. And people just leave the groceries there for others to take. If you want some, if you need some, here it is. Yeah. Well, that was kind of interesting, spontaneous reality creation. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm expressing some of that sanity, the sanity that I've seen since I was little, and the insanity that I've seen since I was little in my latest novel, which is called The Return. And I'm releasing the first draft of each chapter as it's written in the Walk With Me Now platform. So if you're interested in those things, join today just for that. <laughs> Yeah, the sanity I think, and insanity. I think, I think it's important to say if you're going to wait around for everything to just go away, you're going to be waiting for a very long time. Yes. Don't wait around. <laughs> it's not going to happen. That's not how it's functioning. No, it's it not functions. an external event. It's not an internal event. It's actually something you do. Although, you know, waiting for a little while is fine. <laughs> what do you want to wait for? <laughs> well, like uh, Lee gave us a uh, very nice reading. Oh, the astrology <laughs> yeah, reading, the astrology by, reading Mr. Lee. by Mr. Lee. We're going to have to put the link in. Oh, yeah. It is perfect. Yeah, so, so there was astrology, re astrology reading for the next two months. Yep, by Lee. Yep, by Lee. He's one of our brides and grooms, yes, original founding yeah. members He's of the brides of my, and grooms. Yeah, Guild of Gaia. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we can use his advice for yeah. you know, another few weeks. Or and month. he said it was 17 seconds long. Yes, it was a 17-second astrology reading. Yes. Covers everything, everything you need to know for the next, the next two months. months. And yeah. he said, basically, forget about everything until December 20-something. I Something. can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, just don't do anything. Just, 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 just forget about it. <laughs> just forget about it. <laughs> It's so funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, you can wait Can't that wait long. Can't wait for him to do more videos. He's so funny. He did man. promise us yeah, an very update. Extremely wise elder with extremely yeah. good humor. He, he yeah. promised us an update. Yes. And uh, he gave us a sample of it. Yeah. In our call this morning. So, mm -hmm. with any luck, we'll have a link for his uh, next updated astrology yeah, reading. I'm, yeah. Or maybe we can just... Well, we're going to give him the old one, definitely. Yeah. Or maybe his channel so people can subscribe and... Well, if, if they go to the reading, they will be at his channel. Yes. <laughs> the link will be there. Cool. I can't Perfect. wait. <laughs> so don't forget that our uh, episode notes and links and everything are in our website, um, podcasts with an S dot com, And the, the, if you link on the different podcasts, you'll get the, 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 the episode notes with links notes are on and everything. There on your website. Mm -hmm. So you just go in com. 
And over where it says broadcasts, under there's podcasts. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's an easy that's way to go. That's how you get go. to there. Yeah. And then on there you can see episodes, and you can have all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's the... Those are the questions? Those are the questions. But, but, but... But, but, but... One last thing. Okay. So, I think it's related to the waiting thing. Uh-huh. And the how's the split happening thing. Uh-huh. Is what? it recording still? I sure hope so. Let's and we better check to see we're still recording. I'm just going to the machine now. It's a new phone. Yes. Oh yes. It's okay. oh my gosh, it's nearly an hour. <laughs> we're all we're, we're almost over. It's your new phone. We didn't know if it's gonna, you know, yeah. do its job. Mm-hmm. It did it properly. Did, okay. Yeah. So one of the I guess I would call them calling cards of the new paradigm are stories that bring in the things that you believe the new paradigm will have in it. And one of those things I think of are conscious instant manifestations. Ooh, I think yes. the new paradigm exists with that. Yes. Yes. And so we had a little taste of that squeaking into our reality. Mm-hmm. It's just squeaking the other day. in. Yeah. It's just squeaking I, in. I think that's maybe would be a fabulous topic to talk about next week. Next week? Really? Yes. You're going to make everybody wait a week? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Instant well, I manifestation. Bet you, I bet you a million be dollars. More. There'll be more stuff and in, information by then. Too. Okay. Well, I bet you a million dollars if people are curious enough, they'll go to walk with them now and figure it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it you can just wait be. a week. Yes, you can wait a week or you can go to what we're doing now because that's where we're going to post it. <laughs> so if you were wondering if now is a good time to hit a walk with me now subscription, I think oh, the answer yes. is yes. Yes, definitely. Because that's part of the walk with me now thing. Is so it's not just about my work. It's about learning and, you know, if the information that we find, right, this external resources part where we share a lot of wisdoms from other individuals there. Yeah, you learn about it at Walk With Me Now, onto the Telegram groups that we work, talk, share together, all uh-huh. the things, yeah. podcasts, everything. Mm-hmm. It's a community of lone wolves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the funniest thing ever. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll wait till next week we talk about instant manifestation. The, the substance you can. Okay, I can't go too far. <laughs> Walk with me now. Walk with me now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. See you next week. See you. Bye. I love you, honey. I love you too, honey.